Have you ever regretted something you've done or regretted something you said? If so, this podcast is for you. I'm Stephen Webb and this is Stillness in the Storms, the podcast that gives you a little calmness and peace when you need it most and probably when you have it least. It helps you through those difficult times. And I did a podcast and saying enough is enough. I've had enough and I need your help. And the reason I did that podcast a couple of weeks ago is because I'm doing much of the things that I don't want to do, but I'm doing them because I'm just giving into my habitable subconscious mind, watching Netflix, um, just procrastinating all the time. So I want to give you a bit of an update and then I'm going to talk about the gap. And it's a kind of mind the gap, or enjoy the gap, recognize the gap. But it really will, it's one of those things, and you hear it all the time about changing your life. And I just want to, you know, emphasize that there's so many things that will change your life, but this will change your life, really, because you won't have to regret things. And you can feel a little more calmness, you'll feel a little more happier, and things like that and you'll be totally more in control of your life but I'll go on to that in a minute I want to go back to mainly um just for a moment I want to go back to watching Netflix and all those things so I've deleted all the games off of my iPad I've deleted the games off my phone I've deleted several things I've totally unfollowed quite a few people I've I'm just I've turned off notifications. I'm doing all these things. I'm slowly trying to move away from social media, although it's a large part of my life because I have a page and I have this podcast and I have Twitter and it's the way I communicate a lot of the time with people in Truro because my job, the mayor, I, I'm the mayor of Truro at the moment. I'm doing my second year. It's one way in which I can communicate what I'm doing. So I am, I am doing what I said not quite as well as what I could have been doing. Have I took a TV out of the bedroom? No, not yet. But I don't have it on nowhere near so much. Um, so, yeah, I'm reading a lot more, and I'm reading a wonderful book at the moment called The Salt Path. It's um, a lady and her husband went on, on a tour after losing their house. They went on a walking tour around Cornwall. It's just incredible, the coastal path. Really great story, really entertaining really open-hearted lovely couple and i'm about three quarters of the way through and it's just a wonderful book to it's a real page turner um but yeah let's get back on with today's podcast so that's a little bit of an update let's get back on to, to today's podcast and that is about the gap and what is the gap what am i talking about so the gap the gap is that little very small minute little time between when things arise and what you do with it. So let me explain what I mean by when things arise. So if someone says something, it first of all creates a feeling. It creates a thought, you hear it. I don't want to go, the, the technical aspect of you hear it and it goes into the head and all that, and then your brain interprets it and then it looks through your subconscious mind and it looks through the habitable nature of your mind and you know, and it reacts. 
that's what it does. First of all, you've got the really quick minder, fight, flight, or freeze. Um, then if, if it's not a life-threatening moment, and then it'll move on to the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind will go, how did I deal with this last time? Look through the big filing cabinet, and it may end up at the end of the day saying, well, I don't know what to do with that, so it passes it on to the human mind. But very often it goes through the filing cabinet and it finds what it done last time. So if someone says something and you're affected by it, you'll be angry, you'll be triggered. Or you might be really calm or feel really good. It might be a lovely thing that you just experienced. But whichever way, you'll have a feeling arise. Something will happen and you'll have a feeling arise or a thought or something will happen. Then what normally happens is we jump to our habitable response. And it's normally so quick we don't even see it. It's so, um, it's almost spontaneous. It's like as if there's no gap there. And this is why we use meditation or mindfulness to help to see that gap. Have you ever noticed when you get angry? Someone says something, you get angry and you immediately react. It's almost like as if there was no time between what happens and the reaction. There's always a little time, but it's so minute and small, especially before you meditate or before you do any kind of mindfulness and all. And it's it's almost, well, it's reactionary, you, you know. Um, it's almost like that, you know, you push against the wall and the wall pushes back instantly. Even then there is that little gap, but it's almost like as if you have no choice but to react. But you do. There's a small, minute amount of time. And this is why when we meditate or when we practice mindfulness, have you ever noticed when you're really calm, that guy at the end of the bar in the movies, we all seen it, when there's a big fight happening and the guy at the end of the bar has got his whiskey in his little tumbler. Everybody else is there falling down, fighting, and he's just relaxed, really calm. That's because he walked in the bar 10 minutes earlier, just really chilled with that swagger walking across. And then he stands up at the end and he does that last punch or he just says something and leaves. And we all want to be that calm person in that storm when it's happening. And, but we often just get wound up in whatever is happening. We, we, we end up phoning friends and getting older, different people and all that to a point where it's like phone a friend. Oh, if someone cuts you up on the road or something, We've not only got a moan at that point, they probably can't hear us because the window's there. Or we do a gesture outside the window or something like that. And we immediately react to it. And then we then we tell people about it later. And then we phone people. And we don't leave it go. We keep repeating it. Um, even if you dealt with it at the time, you might have flipped them the bird or something like that. You know, if you, you don't know what that is, that's sticking up your middle finger or you might even do a ruder gesture. But you're angry. You reacted. You're like... How dare they violate us? How dare they do that to us? They almost like took us out. But the truth is, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know why they did. Maybe they didn't see us. Maybe um, it was a mistake. Maybe they're in a rush. You know, we, we don't know. Now, maybe they're just an a-hole. You, you, you know, maybe they're just a, not a nice person that doesn't ever care about anybody else. Whichever way, we don't have to be the same as them. So we don't have to react in the same way. So, 
you know, I always say to my daughter, uh, when she says about when people do things and all that to her, well, they say something. And I say, and she goes, well, I want to react. I'm angry. I'm, I'm like, yeah, but be who you are, not who they are. Always remember who you are. It doesn't matter who they are. It just matters who you are and how you do it. So when we see the gap, when we meditate and all that, what we do is we slow down like the end of the guy at the end of the bar. And we take everything in. Because we're slowed down, we're opening our ears, we're opening our subconscious mind, we're opening our conscious mind, and we're just receiving all the information. And we're deciding what to do with it. And sometimes, very often, you don't have to do anything with it. You can have a feeling arise, and you go, oh, I'm angry. Might be justified. It's fine. Anger is not a problem. It's what you do with it, you know. Anger can really fix things in the world. We should be angry at many things. If we're not angry at children starving or abuse and things like that, well, if we're not angry about um, some things that are going on in politics and other areas and things like that, well, what's going on? We should be. Um, so anger's not a problem. The, the, the feelings and emotions that come up are not the problem. It's, it's purely down to what do we do with it? And that's what makes all the difference is what we do with it. So how do we create this gap? How do we make this gap slightly longer? Well, every now and again, just take one minute out and just sit and uh, what's going on around me? And observe your feelings. Observe your thoughts. So when someone's angry, when someone's in your face or when you read a headline or you do something like that, just... just Observe how you're reacting to it. Observe what's happening in your body. Now, are you getting agitated? Are you um, are you sweating a little bit? Are you like like I say, angry? Are you fed up? Are you does it make you happy and joyous? Because it didn't always a negative emotion. You could have a lustful or a desire. You know, you can have desires. You could have desires for a complete stranger in the street, but you don't have to do anything with it. This is the point. You can have these feelings. It's quite natural to have these feelings. You know, you can be in a happy, beautiful relationship and someone could walk past you and you go, do you know what, they're good looking. You know, you can have that desire to give them a hug or go over and kiss them, but you don't have to do anything with it. And you shouldn't. We live in a society where you just cannot do that anymore, and rightly so. Um, you know, animals still don't quite get there yet, you know. If you ever walk a dog, very often the dog's like, oh, I like that, I'll give it a go. Well, no, as humans, we we have that we have that little gap between, hmm, I've got this feeling, but I'm not going to do anything with it. So that's what I'm talking about, is we, we all have that gap in many, many areas of our life, the gap's there. But the gap's not there when we're clouded by this red mist of anger or very much in our habit mind, when we're on autopilot, this, um, these feelings come up, these emotions, these thoughts come up, and we just go with them no matter what, and we don't question them. That's what I'm talking about. So if you just spend some time today, or even this podcast right now, what are you feeling? What's going on? Listen to my words. Listen to the gaps between my words. 
it's the gaps that make all the difference um, to your life and to your react. You won't end up in a position where you're regretting it later because you very often won't say that thing you shouldn't say. Um, you think about it a bit more what you're saying. And I'm working on this. I'm not much good at it, but I'm getting better. You know, um, I I hang around sometimes with Zen masters and um, Buddhist monks and things like that. And they, they very much, you can tell they're thinking about what they're going to say. And you see it with the really calm, wise person. They'll be looking around the room and someone will say something and you tell they're just thinking about it. And if you watch YouTube videos, you can see it all the time. If you watch YouTube videos when you've got some of these um, yogis and things like that, that these wise Zen masters and all that, when they're asked a question on stage, they'll really think about the question. They'll close their eyes and they'll consider the question. They'll mull it over and they'll look through their filing cabinet and they'll look at it from different angles and they'll understand it. And Rupert Sabira is really good at this. If you look him up online, especially on YouTube, he's really good at finding that little gap. And he asks a brilliant question. He says, are you aware? I could ask you this question now. So let's do it now. Just shake your body out a little bit. Just allow your legs and arms to be a little, um, I don't know, loose. Relax your face. I'm going to do this very, very quickly. And if I ask you, are you aware of your foot? Well, yeah. But what did you do to become aware of your foot? You went to your foot. You brought your awareness to your foot. If I said, are you aware of your left thigh? Well, you probably wouldn't have been unless there's a problem with your left thigh or you know, someone's standing on it or something, something crazy. You never know what you guys are doing listening to my podcast. In general, you're not You're not aware of every part of your body. So if I said to you, are you aware of your left baby finger? You've got to become aware of it. You've got to, um, my screen's just gone off. Um, you've got to become aware of it. And don't forget, I'm not editing these podcasts like mad because I don't have time to any of that stuff. My podcasts are very much unpolished. You get them the way you are. You get them the way they are with the ums and arms and everything, with the tangents and everything. Anyway, going back. So, if I asked you to become aware of your baby finger on your left hand, you want to become aware. Now, then, if I asked you, are you aware? Are you aware? So, what do you do? in order to answer that question. Then you'll either jump to two conclusions initially with no gap. So the first one is like, yeah, or maybe you just go, no. And the mind might jump in here and go, well, I know this anyway. I'm more intelligent than this. This is a silly question. I can do this. But what I want you to do is really step back and consider what happens in that moment between when I ask you the question and when you answer, are you aware? Now then, the answer's probably yes, 
But you have to do something to become aware. Just like if I say, are you aware of the back of your neck? Or are you aware of um, a picture on the wall behind you? You have to bring your attention to it in order to answer that question. Now, you might be one of the ones that say, well, I was already aware. Well, you can't be aware of everything. The point is, I'm asking you to be aware of something you're not already aware of. And we know there's a picture behind you. We know we got, unless you're missing your baby finger on your left hand, but you, you're not aware of everything. You're generally aware of very little at any one given time, especially the human side. And this is what we're talking about, the human side here, not the subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind's listening to everything. It can hear everything. It's feeling everything. Otherwise, it cannot make these habitable responses. It cannot stay up straight in the chair or walking. It's got to be aware of how your muscles are doing, how the feeling's going, how your feet are, weather position, the sound and everything. It's not until it becomes unusual that the subconscious mind goes, I don't know what to do with this. And they pass it to the human. Just like when you drive through 10 villages and you go, I can't remember driving through that village. Well, if you drove through the village and something was different like roadworks or there was an accident, you'd remember because the subconscious mind goes, this is different. This wasn't what I was expecting. Over to the human. <laughs> over to the human. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. So this is what we're asking to do. Bring it over to the human. Bring the current situation or whatever is arising into the conscious mind or the conscious human. So when you ask the question, when I ask you the question, are you aware? I want you to suddenly become aware of as much as possible. Inside, outside the world, the air around you, just are you aware? And boom, if, you, if you're not jumping in with the ego going, yeah, of course I know this, I understand this. If you're really trying to do this, you'll hopefully come to the conclusion that there is a little gap between what comes up and what you do with it. So as you, as you practice this more and more, and as you sit at traffic lights and just take a deep breath, as you become aware of your breath, you become aware of your feet, and you become aware of everything going on around you, you become aware of the person talking to you or what's on the radio, rather than just subconsciously going through your day on autopilot, you'll realize that you have this ability to be almost one step ahead in a superhuman way. I've got this. Okay, someone's coming in angry. I've got this. I've got this feeling of lust or desire or overwhelming emotions. I've got this. And it stops you reacting. It stops you doing something you regret later. And that's, what med that's one of the real benefits of meditation. You become more present with the present moment. You become more like the guy at the end of the bar, perhaps not drinking whiskey out of the tumbler, but that calm, collected guy. Not always a guy, but very often it is in movies. I'm thinking of more Western movies. I grew up with a lot of them. So, yeah, hopefully that helps. Let me know if that helps at all. And that, this is one of the two podcasts. I said on my um, TikTok account that I was going to do one or two podcasts. It was either going to be um, about the gap or it was going to be a really simple form of meditations. 
Well, I'm going to do both podcasts, actually. Um, next week, it's going to be a really simple four-step process of meditation that I do. And you can do it in one minute or you can do it in one hour. It totally depends. And it will really help you to generate this gap. And the bigger you make the gap, the more you won't regret things in your life, the more you won't say these things, the more benefits it will give you. You'll make more wiser decisions. You'll be able to make better and faster decisions, ironically. And you'll, you'll regret less decisions. And those decisions will be more beneficial for you and everybody. Um, so hopefully this will help. And look out every Friday for a new podcast. Um, I'm, I'm really working on that. Um, feel free to email me and go, where's your podcast? Um, sometimes when a podcast goes really well, I want to run from it and go, oh, I can't do this anymore. I have a real big fear and I'm working on it that I'm going to let people down. And I realize I let more people down by just not doing rather than just getting on with it. So I'm working on it. We're, we're, We're all deeply, beautifully flawed and perfect at the same time, aren't we? (laughs) And I'm no different. I'm no different. Um, we just got to make sure we're working on it. Um, so this is Stillness in the Storms. I'm Stephen Webb, your host. And you can find out more about me or you can contact me on stephenwebb.uk. Um, I don't have any sponsors for this podcast, but if you go to stephenwebb.uk, there is a link there to an app with all my meditations. Um, and that will, that will, if you sign up to that app, I will get, a little bit of the money, which is brilliant. But otherwise, you'll have 30 days completely free with hundreds and hundreds of meditations. Um, there's no commitment. There's no thing. Um, but this will help. Um, so, yeah, there's a link on stephenweb.uk. It's an awesome app, not just mine, but it's literally hundreds and hundreds and thousands of meditations. And they're all organized in a perfect way. So if you want to get better sleep or you want to have a find the gap a little more or you want to have a coach things like that it's all on this app it's absolutely brilliant it's called aura it's called aura but i really want you to go through my link because that would be helpful and it helps me to get an editor that i can edit these because i'm not much good at it (laughs) take care guys this is Stephen webb this is stillness in the storms helping you to get through the toughest times in life with a little more wisdom and calmness Love you guys.